Andre, how's it going? I'm not feeling too well, man. I'm sick to my fucking stomach. My birds, my birds, my birds, man. I, I, I'm I'm feeling bad, man. My heart is hurting right now, but we still alive, man. We still in the mix. I'm 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 just I'm trying to deal with all of this, man. It's still I, I'm still hurting from last night, but I hope everything with you is okay. I hope your week went well. Hey man, I, I'm I'm just hurting right now. <laughs> hey, I, I feel your pain. Oh, as, as you and I were saying, you know, being a recovering San Diego Chargers fan, no longer obviously rooting for the dudes up in LA. Uh, I am used to seeing the good guys drop one on in the fourth quarter, or sometimes even on the final drive of the game. And yeah. you know, I mean, if there's one asterisk here. You know, it was kind of interesting to see uh, the person formerly known as Drew Locke come out of the come out of the woodwork and throw the ball around a little bit. Um, you know, but we're going to get into that later in the program here. Instead, we're going to start out talking about Draymond Green and the fact that both you and I are on the same page about hey, the Dubs do not go to a single NBA Finals without Draymond Green holding it down for them defensively, culturally, uh, the enforcer that the uh, NBA doesn't have enough of any longer. So let's just talk about this Draymond situation, uh, paying credit and respect where credit and respect is due to Draymond. I'm a Draymond Green fan. You know, I, I'm 40 years old, man. I'm fortunate enough to say I've seen – the 90s era of basketball, you needed guys like there, like 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 that. With that mentality, you knew you knew you had to have guys like that. Charles Oakley, he protected Patrick. You know, Patrick Young will get with you, but Oakley was Michael Jordan's first enforcer and then became Patrick Ewan's enforcer. You got Antonio and Dale Davis. They were Reggie Miller's protection. They were the enforcers on the paces. I could go on and on. From the Rashid Wallace's, the PJ Browns of the world, you needed guys like that that was going to bring that level of intensity and make sure that he ruffled a few feathers in the process. So when 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 Draymond had the issue with Joseph Nurkic, Nurkic, all right, he was being a little extra. You already got a target on your back. I get it, but this is how Draymond play. Can you teach an old dog a new trick? Hell no. This is what Draymond was exposed to as a youngster. It, Rasheed Wallace spoke on Gilbert Arena's podcast, and he said he was Draymond was close friends with one of the team's owner's sons. So he would be in them practices seeing Rasheed and Ben Wallace, Chauncey, Rip Hamilton, Billups, uh, 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 Tayshawn Prince. These guys going at it, first team and the second team. They're getting into it, and Draymond – saw that, exposed himself to that, and he became who he was. He wanted to be that guy that was like, you know, the enforcer of the friend, of the team. And he he has played that role since he got in the NBA. He was that at Michigan State. The guy is, a, is an all-out winner. He's won at, at damn near every level except college, but he's a winner. And I don't think Clay and Steph get those four championships if Draymond Green is out of the equation, absolutely not. So, is Draymond Green a high head? Yes. Is Draymond Green a dirty player? Borderline. I wouldn't even call him dirty. 
Dirty is Bruce Bowen. When you kicking people in the face, now Draymond did kick Stephen Adams low a couple of times. I, I can't say that. But, hey, I, a lot of things happen. But Bruce Bowen, he'll put his foot right in your landing zone, make you twist your damn ankle, man. Like, you know, and nobody's dirtier than that guy. Chris Paul is considered a dirty player. That's why he's one of the most hated basketball players within his own community. Those guys don't like Chris Paul at all. It's a lot of guys that don't. So, Draymond Green for me, look, you need a guy like that on your team. He, Like I told you, he is the engine under the hood that make that Warriors team go. Yeah, Stephen is the face. He's going to give you tray after tray, bucket after bucket. Klay Thompson is the number two. He's the capo of, of, of that team. But the enforcer, he is what 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 was the guy name in the Godfather? Luca Brazzi. That's Draymond Green role. He's Luca Brazzi. He's the bodyguard, the protector, the enforcer. It's unfair that this generation we're in this soft as shit. But this is the rule. These are the rules. Draymond broke the rules. It's unfortunate. But I just wish we could have a little more contact in the sport of basketball. I wish we didn't have no hand-checking rule. I wish we could play defense on people. I wish we could get stir up a little shit without there being any penalties or anything like that. Or you just get a whistle blown. I wish it was that era of basketball like the 90s, like the early 2000s. But we're far removed from that, brother. We're far removed from it. Uh, we're seeing it all over sports, right? I mean, old school NFL guys talking about how back in the day, you couldn't even throw it uh, in certain lanes between the numbers in the secondary without potentially ending your wide receiver's career, right? Mm. You know, like that was the consequences. And, you know, uh, in Draymond's case, like you're also saying, it's like you're talking about an all-time NBA champion who is used to operating at a certain intensity and a certain level of horsepower that he is basically obligated to bring onto the court every single time he suits up. Because I would put this to every single person in the NBA. Who else is doing that on the Warriors right now? Right? They got no dogs. They don't get, he is the dog. But That's they want to keep that dog chained. What good is the dog if he can't bite somebody, man? Come on. Look, I get it. I get it. We're in a we're in a softer generation. Things have been toned down. I get it. I get you don't want another malice at the palace situation. I get it. But at the end of the day, the essence of basketball, shit talking, that's what goes on in the playgrounds. Physical basketball, that's what goes on in the playground. I get it is a business. And it's a product that is being consumed by the masses. You got a lot of uh, endorsements throughout the league. You, it's a billion-dollar corporation. I get it. But is the NHL a, a billion-dollar corporation? Them guys fighting on skates. Those guys are warriors. Again, it's part of the game. But you take that out the game, will that make that game more viewable? Or will people still tap in like they do with hockey? Same thing with baseball. Yes, people get fined and suspended in baseball, but a scrum or two is a part of the game, and I love it. I love every minute of it. I love seeing a baseball fight. I love seeing uh, – uh, uh, what's my man name, man? 
damn, 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 Ryan, Ryan, what Nolan Ryan. When Nolan Ryan and Robin Ventura was fighting, and he start, ah, ah, ah. I love shit like that, man. Come on. It's a man's game. Let the guys be guys. Yes. Draymond did too much when he when he hit him with the little frail movement. I get it. But all the extra bullshit, this guy need to get counseling. Do you really want to do it? it, it what, you going to put him on the same drugs Robin Gibbons put Mike Tyson on during the Barbara Walters interview? You going you, you you're not going to be the same team if Draymond ain't Draymond in my opinion. So he might have to turn the knob down a notch, but for him to just change, he's not going to change. He's been doing this his whole career. He might tone it down a notch, but there will be playoff time or whatever. Somebody might get their chest stepped on again by accident, though. Accidentally. You know what I mean? But we'll see, man. Shout out to Draymond. Hold your head, bro. You'll be back in there. Doing your thing, just got to be very careful. You got a target on your back. And, and any little thing you do, even if you look at a rough raw, because them referees fear you, they going to be on some bullshit. Just be on your P's and Q's, Draymond. Shout out to Draymond. Also shout out to Rasheed Wallace, one of Philadelphia's finest as well. Um, 41 technicals is still uh, the record that Rasheed holds for a single season. Technicals, you know, in a game. So piece of shit, Joe Crawford, piece of shit, Tim Donaghy. Uh, I, I can't think of the referee that's still here. He always go through it with Chris Paul. He was a part of that as well during that time because he was a young ref, a young ref at the time. No ref, I hate, I hate the striped shirts, man. I hate them motherfuckers because they got so much impact on the game, even more so than the players. One, one wrong mistake by a referee calling some dumb shit to fuck your. Your game up. Just ask the Eagles in the Super Bowl. I mean, come on, man. I just, don't like to cry, but it is what it is, man. Hey, just exactly right. Ask Bradbury of the Eagles. Ask Kadarius <laughs> Tony of the Chiefs, right? I mean, <laughs> you got a lot of striped shirts uh, making their presence be felt a little too often for <laughs> man. for our for our liking. Uh, staying in the NBA here for topic number two, we got King James. LeBron, you know, big ups to LeBron for all the stuff that he does, right, on, in the community, as a business mogul. Yes, right? yes. All, all these things that LeBron does. However, comma, LeBron does a lot of other things on the court sometimes that makes you kind of scratch your head and go, is that something Kobe Bryant would have done on the Lakers? Now, we have LeBron very proudly hoisting the in-season first ever cup tournament, whatever banner on the wall of the crypto.com arena. How does this uh, banner hoisting ceremony sit with you, Andre? Really? Y'all pop champagne for an in-season tournament. Y'all in there spraying the champagne like y'all just got the Larry O'Brien. That's what we doing now. Now, granted, I get it's the first one. It's another thing they can attach to LeBron. The first in-season tournament winner is LeBron James. That's something extra. They'll hang over him to say he's the greatest. I get it. Again, LeBron fan. I love LeBron on the court. I would tell this man that to his face, and he would respect it. I love him as a family man. 
as a businessman, as a provider for people that has far less. I give LeBron all the praises. He's a, just a, a a stand up guy, and he's he, he's somebody you would want your child to grow up as. He's a great individual off the court, but on the court, that was some bullshit. Pouring champagne on people and shit, acting like y'all y'all did something. Y'all ain't do shit. Y'all beat the Indiana Pacers in an end season tournament, and then you gonna hang a banner up. That's what we doing now. Y'all want we hanging banners? That ain't the banner. Come on, man, put that shit in the damn trash or throw it in the closet. Nobody cares about no fucking end season tournament, man. I get it. It's the first one. Everybody talking about it. I get it. The players get five hundred thousand dollars. It's a lot of guys on that team that 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 need that five hundred thousand dollars. You feel me? I get it. But that ain't the Larry O'Brien. That ain't the NBA Finals. We are not going to sit here and compare these two, because then you'll have somebody saying that won the chip. We won the chip. Well, we won the end season. We're not even going to have those arguments. We're going to kill that shit. The end season tournament means nothing. It's in the season. It has no merit. There you go. I mean, we had to cover down on it. You know, it's the it's it's the first one ever. I think knowing uh, you know, the the things that we know about LeBron, I think that there's obviously maybe a bit of politicking on his part to get that in season trophy named after himself. Right, he is a goat. He is one of the greats. He so it's, but I never heard of a current player having a trophy. You feel me? Named after them when it was guys that were better than LeBron, like Michael, like Kobe. You could even the old heads might even argue Magic. That, you know what I mean? You can't get crazy when the eldest that seen Kareem and Magic sky hooking people to death. You know what I mean? That's their that's their goat. The newer generation. I graduated in the year two thousand and three. With LeBron, with Chris Paul, I was at in that same high school class. So I get he's my generation's goat, but he ain't the goat. So to make an award in his name and his honor while he's still playing, when guys before him were greater, in my opinion, yeah, this is just based off of opinion. Mike was nobody did it like Mike. Kobe was the second to do it like Mike. And you got this guy getting an award? Come on, man. It's politics. It's okay, though. LeBron is one of the GOATs. He's on the Mount Rushmore. I will never take that away from him. I just hate what LeBron did by going to the Miami Heat and opening the door for Kevin Durant's, the Kawhi Leonard's, the James Harden's, the Ben Simmons. Do I got to keep going down the list, good brother? Because I will. Of a bunch of jabronis that have no heart, no integrity, and, and, and it's all about them. Fuck the team. Fuck. Hey, Cleveland economy went down when LeBron left and went to Miami. The economy dropped over there. He was, he, he hey, man, I get it. But this new generation, yes, LeBron is the GOAT. But to say that, you know what I mean? He one of them guys, man, Mike, Kobe status, nah. He not there. And, that, and again, the in-season tournament, people, it's just, it's just a little – Something extra money, a little extra money for the NBA to get. That's it. It, it, it don't hold no weight. So, please, when you people lose this year in the playoffs, because the Lakers ain't making the finals. Let's just make that clear right now. Y'all not making the finals. 
when y'all, even if y'all do and y'all lose, don't hit me or anybody that go against y'all with the, we won the in-season tournament bullshit. Please don't do that. It's a cop-out. No cop-outs. Noted. We're moving on to the next topic. This is uh, now Woo! about the Eagles. You know, they're, the, the Eagles, fly, Eagles, fly, go, birds, go, but they've dropped three in a row now. Right? Yeah, yeah, man. We So we're not blaming it on Matt Patricia, so you say. So who is immediately in the crosshairs right now? James Bradbury, get your shit and get out of here. You got to go. What are you doing? The, 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 the new, the rookie, Khalid Ringo. Them guys shut DK Metcalf down. DK only was getting his when you was matched up on him. You get, you've been getting cooked every week this season. You went from second team all pro last year to first team all scrub in a matter of a year. Come on. And then Brian Johnson, you keep calling them fucking bubble screens. You don't want to run the ball. You have success when you run the ball. When you run the ball, everything opens up. Y'all want to pass so bad. Run the fucking ball. Damn, man. I wish you could demote Brian Johnson. Yo, you got to go. Brian Johnson, you got to get the fuck out of here. Your, your own players, the players on the team complaining about your play calling. Your, your ass is out of here. I promise you that. They, if they don't make the Super Bowl this year, they will make another coaching change, as they did, getting Sean Desai dumbass out of here. I don't even want to go too hard on him because they first-time coordinators. But damn, you don't look at none of the film that made those guys what they were last year and try to implement that shit in your sauce It is the copycat league. Come on, man. Get your shit together. Let me ask you another question about the Eagles defense last night. Darius Leonard, Shaq Leonard making his debut. How did that look to you just in terms of him being on that second level? I mean, he was he was doing all right because I'll say this. When 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 he would try to like bring pressure, that would allow Morrow to make tackles. Nicholas Morrow was out there. He had a great game. Number 41, the linebacker for the Eagles. I'll give him his props because he was getting cooked a lot this year. Yesterday, he had a hell of a game. He made a lot of plays. But man, uh, yo, I, I just it just baffled me that you want to. I get it. You got weapons on the outside, and you but but just run the ball. That's what we're great at doing. You got an offensive line that will get you blocking, create lanes for you to go ahead and hit them holes. Man, we were doing so well on offense, and then they just started that they wanted to throw. Oh God. The defense got – listen, the issue is Bradbury, period. The bro, That brother get, been getting cooked all year. All year he been getting cooked, man. James Bradbury, I don't know what you got going on. I don't know if you got some mental shit going on where, you know, you having mental lapses or whatever. But, yo, you have been getting cooked all year long in a crock pot. Damn, man. It, it, it's ugly. Fortunately, the Eagles got the Giants on Christmas Day at 4.30. The Baltimore Ravens play the 49ers this come upcoming week. And, and, and Dallas, you Dallas fans, y'all got to go at Miami. Y'all on the road. They going to run the ball on y'all. That is the secret sauce to beat y'all. 
running the rock. That's what James Cook and the Buffalo Bills did. You're going to get a healthy dosage of Raheem Mostert and, and my man uh, Devon A-Chain. A-Chain. Y'all going to get a lot. And Tyreek Hill going to be playing this week. So everybody laugh at the Eagles now. We got a sweet schedule. Giants, Cardinals, Giants. We're going to win these next three, man. And and look, no, and I, I'm I'm with that. I think that the Eagles are going to get this right. I mean, I hate seeing a defensive back. I don't like you said. I, I don't know if you know. There's some part of Bradbury that maybe was shook up. You know, post Debo calling him out, and then Debo putting putting three scores, you know, up on the board that day. You know, I mean that 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 does something to a professional. They always say that great defensive backs have got to have a very short you know memory span or whatever they say. Um, so. You know, hopefully Bradbury can kind of get get his feet back underneath him, or or the Eagles have got you know a young guy waiting in the wings like a Ringo who can step in and make make some things happen. Um, he did well yesterday. Salute to Khalid Ringo. You you definitely look like the 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 guy that was supposed to go in the top two rounds coming out of Georgia. You had a hell of a game. DK Metcalf didn't get off till late in the game, but on Bradbury's side, man, just watch. Why mark my words, bro. Cardinals and the Giants, <laughs> DeVito and, and, and Kyle Murray, they're going to target the hell out of Bradbury these next three weeks because everybody's been doing it. Bradbury, get ready. They're coming after you, bro. But if you don't get your shit together, bro, Howie is going to give you the boot. And I'm going to open the door. I'm going to open the door while he Uncle Phil your ass out the door. You got to <laughs> go. You got to go. I'm, I'm yeah. sick of seeing you getting cooked in the crock pot. Damn yeah. Yeah, no, and 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 look, the the other person, if if I'm big mad right now on the offensive side of the ball for the Eagles, you know, I, the first person that jumps to my mind is DeAndre Swift because he's making plays every single time that they let him get involved in the running game, and I just don't think they're giving him enough opportunities, frankly. Brian Johnson, you need to get your shit together, or you're gonna get your bags packed. Mark my words, brother. You know I love to do predictions. Frank Reich will be our offensive coordinator next year. Okay. All right. All right. We heard it here first. We heard it here first. Lock that in. Uh, Andre, you know, hopefully the next time that we tap in, it's going to be after the Eagles' first victory in a minute. So let's put that out into the universe and manifest that one. Exactly right. You know, and, and we, do need to, we do need to throw a little bit of a shout-out to, you know, to Jalen just for – Coming and suiting up, you know, flu week and all. I think that he looked pretty good. Jalen, don't throw in the triple coverage. You had a check down right there. Don't be too thirsty. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, as we heard last night during the game, Jalen Hurts is the NFL's number one rated pocket passer. So I think that he's, you know, he wants to kind of see what he can do, uh, you know, operating, you know, aggressively down the field. But, like, I, I'm with you. The Eagles have got the running backs that can catch the ball out of the backfield, make plays in space. Uh, DeAndre Swift, i got to say that this guy has really impressed me. He was a playmaker at Georgia. Everybody knew that he was making things happen in Detroit. I don't know if the Detroit Lions were ready for DeAndre Swift the same way that DeAndre Swift was ready for the NFL when he hit the league. But now that he's with the Birds – Use that offensive line. Use this guy that can make people miss. DeAndre Swift is elite at making NFL tacklers miss. 
Hopefully, we'll implement the run against the Giants this week. We'll try again this Monday, bro. Well, Andre, as always, thank you for tapping in this week. Thank you for the education. And we'll do it again next week. We'll do it again next week, bro. All right, man. You have a good one. You too.